to another edition of the UK Law Weekly podcast with me, your host, Marcus Kleber. This week we're going to be looking at the case of the Crown on the application of Maroof and Secretary of State for the Home Department. The citation for this case is 2023 UKSC 23. And this case that we are looking at is all about the public sector equality duty. As the name suggests, the idea is that public bodies have a procedural obligation under section 149 of the Equality Act 2010 to have due regard to various equality needs when exercising their functions. In these proceedings, the appellant is a Palestinian refugee who is currently living in Lebanon after she fled the conflict in Syria. Her argument is that she should be considered eligible to come to the UK under the Vulnerable Persons Resettlement Scheme that was instituted by the government in 2014. Unfortunately, the scheme only applied to refugees referred by the UN High Commissioner for Refugees, whereas Marouf was outside of that remit because she was instead registered with the UN Relief and Workers Agency. This meant that she could not take part in the scheme. Maroof challenged the lawfulness of the scheme on the basis that the Secretary of State had failed to comply with the public sector equality duty. The issue before the courts was the territorial scope of the duty, and in particular whether a public body must also have due regard to people living outside of the UK when exercising its functions. In the High Court it was held that the duty did have extraterritorial effect, but the Court of Appeal disagreed. Marouf then appealed to the Supreme Court, which is where we pick things up. The starting point for the justices is the presumption that legislation is not intended to have extraterritorial effect. In other words, unless the legislation says otherwise, there is a strong presumption that legislation does not apply outside of the UK. Extraterritoriality is something that can be implied, but there is a very high threshold to cross. The argument from Maroof is that section 149 does have extraterritorial effect and that the Home Secretary failed to have due regard for her protected characteristic, i.e. being a Palestinian refugee, compared to other refugees under section 149, section 1b. The issue is that there is not really anything in the legislation to suggest that the duty applied outside of the UK. Furthermore, there is not really any implication to that effect either. In fact, it seems to go the other way, given the aims of the public sector equality duty. The general idea is that public bodies should adopt policies that seek to further societal change by eliminating discrimination and promoting equality. There is no sense that this aim has ambitions beyond the border of the UK. The alternative case presented by Maroof was that the specific procedural duty under section 149 subsection 1a to have due regard to the need to avoid unlawful discrimination has extraterritorial effect. The basis for this argument was the decision by the Court of Appeal that the substantive prohibition on unlawful discrimination under section 29 subsection 6 does have extraterritorial effect to a limited extent. This applies at the moment when individual Palestinian refugees are prevented from proceeding to the next stage under the government's resettlement scheme. According to the appellant, 
It follows that the territorial scope of the procedural duty under section 149 must be at least as wide as the substantive provisions. Instead, the Supreme Court simply decided that the procedural duty is not engaged in this case. The public sector equality duty is directed at general policy decisions rather than the application of policy to individual cases. If the argument of the appellant succeeded, then it would allow people from all over the world to potentially challenge the decisions of public bodies, and that is clearly not tenable. Maroof's arguments therefore failed. The appeal was dismissed, and the justices concluded that if Parliament wanted to give extraterritorial effect to the legislation, then it would have done so expressly. Overall, I think that this has to be the right decision. A presumption that legislation does have effect outside of the UK could have drastic consequences and in most situations would just create a lot of confusion. Parliament ought to express any extraterritorial effects and while it potentially can be implied by the courts, the threshold has to be really strict just to try and limit any side effects. This of course does not make things any easier for Maroof and you have to feel sorry for her that her application is unable to proceed simply because she is registered with the wrong UN agency. The temptation is to be angry with the Home Office for allowing this to happen, but it is worth saying that the High Court concluded that this was not intentional and came down to an oversight by the Home Secretary. The resettlement scheme concluded in February 2021, but hopefully lessons will be learned from this case and the Home Office will consider the full impact of policies before moving forward in the future. Well, thank you very much for tuning into this podcast episode. And thanks as ever to bensound.com who provide the theme music. Quick reminder before we go that if you would like to support the podcast and help to keep it ad-free, then you can subscribe to my newsletter and earn yourself some nice perks including more content from me each week and a free ebook on how to answer essay questions on a law degree. This week in the newsletter for subscribers, I did a bit of a deep dive into the whole BBC presenter saga, the legal questions that arise from that, and just some points of interest that um, law students might want to pay attention to. If all of that sounds like something you're interested in, then do check out the link in the description to this podcast episode. Anyway, I'll be back with another episode next week, but for now, bye!